Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to another installment of the Roots, Rednecks, and Radicals podcast. Thanks for joining us. On today's episode, we're going to learn something new and interesting in the world of Americana, Roots, and folk music. But before we get to that, I want to say a quick reminder to give me a like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And if you're on social media, give me a follow if you haven't already. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Just search up the name of the show and you'll find me there. All right, everybody. Let's get to today's episode. Today, we're going to be listening to some music from Jason Isbell, Charlie Crockett, Marty Stewart, Flatland Calvary, and Nikki Lane. This is a series I've been doing where I bring you songs that I think are great, that are fairly new, that are out there in the world. And I just know that it's, it's hard sometimes when people are, are working and staying busy doing stuff that it's difficult to um, find new music. So um, this is my attempt to, to show you five songs that I think are pretty cool and that you should give a listen to. So here you go. Enjoy the episode. This is going to be volume four of five songs I'm digging, um, and I'm going to share some music that I think is super cool out there. There's a whole world of music out there, and uh, sometimes it's hard for people to kind of sift through it all and decipher it all and figure out what kind of music is good. And uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who, who like discovering new songs, but uh, it can be a little overwhelming. So I've been doing this series on my podcast for a while now. This is going to be um, the, the fourth installment um, of uh, just helping you figure out what, what what's the good stuff, what's the stuff that you like, and uh, what are some new artists that you can get into. So this is volume four. And the the first artist we're going to talk about is, is someone I play on the show and uh, talk about on the podcast all the time. He's one of my favorite um, uh, singer-songwriters of all time. It's Jason Isbell. Um, uh, Jason has a new album coming out this June, um, which is also the 10-year anniversary of his breakout record, Southeastern. So just a quick little history of Isbell, if you don't know. Um, Isbell is how he says it. Um, if, if you don't know him as an artist, um, got his start in the Drive-By Truckers, and he was a songwriter with them. That band has had, at that time, had three incredible songwriters. They still have two incredible songwriters. Well, three. Um, uh, Jay Gonzalez writes songs as well. But um, uh, but at the time, uh, some of their their biggest records, Decoration Day and, and, and things like that, had um, uh, Jason on it and then Patterson Hood and then um, uh, uh, Mike Cooley as well. And all three of those guys firing on all cylinders when it comes to songwriting. And then uh, Isabel got kicked out of the band, went into rehab, got cleaned up, and uh, got married to Amanda Shires and then recorded the album Southeastern, which came out 10 years ago this June. And that album is unbelievable. Every track is a banger on it. And if you don't know it, check it out. Go to Spotify, search up Southeastern Jason Isbell. It's just incredible. And that was kind of his um, his his first big record that kind of put him out there. And, and people started really paying attention to him and his songwriting. And so uh, 10 years later, he's got a, a new album coming out called Weather Veins. And uh, the first track from that album is out in the world. It's called Death Wish. And it's, it's fantastic. It's a very classic Jason Isbell track. And uh, in the, in the sense that you know you, you hear it and you kind of instantly know uh, who it is his voice is pretty distinct but uh, the sound of the song very distinct as well and and you just kind of yeah you have a sense of, uh, of who this is right away uh, his his lyrics are always on point this is one of the things that makes him such a great songwriter it's not just about the chords and the melody, which are super important, uh, he spends a lot of time on lyrics, and I really appreciate that because he's he's a, he's a poet, and you know he he you can just tell that he spends a whole lot of time uh, figuring out which words to, to to choose and and which ones fit best where and and all that. He's also a big fan of um of of books and reading and fiction, and um I, I think that really plays into his songwriting and, and helps him out quite a uh, quite a bit. Now this one. 
lyrically kind of has me guessing. Um, it, it, it's kept me thinking. I've listened to it a bunch of times, and uh, I'm not exactly sure um, exactly what's what's going on with it. Uh, the main theme of the song seems to be trying to help someone who's struggling, trying to help someone who's uh, going through difficult times, possibly depression, possibly grief. Um, you know, it's, it's a little unclear. And that's another element of, of songwriting, I think, that makes a good song is when, uh, you know, there is a little bit of vagueness to, to, the, to the whole situation and you're not exactly specifically sure, you know, what, what's going on there. Uh, I think it helps um, a, a broader range of audience connect to the song and, and, and get something out of those those lyrics. Um, the band in this um, sounds amazing as usual. Uh, his band is called the 400 unit and it's been uh, the same lineup for a number of years now. And, and everyone in the band is, is great. Um, they do this understated thing very well, 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 very well, if that makes sense. Um, it, you know, it's not, um, it's not out there and, and garish and, and showy. It's not, um, you know, uh, like Eddie Van Halen or, you know, something like that. Uh, it's just uh, the band sounds super tight Everyone is, is, is filling a role and it all sounds great, but it's not like anyone's overdoing it. And I just, I, I, I love the sound of his band. Got to see them in Oakland at the Fox Theater and um, uh, God, they sounded amazing live. I really like that show. It was one of, the, one of the best shows I've ever been to in my life. I, I really enjoyed that evening. Uh, a couple of great lines from the song. Um, I don't want to fight with you, baby, but I won't leave you alone. And what's the difference between a breakdown and a breakthrough? Uh, he, he, I think it's kind of like this, like Southern thing in, in Isabel's lyrics. There's these, I don't know what you call them. Other than, I, I call them Southern isms, kind of the, um, the those one-liners that just kind of leave you thinking. He's a he, he's a master at that kind of stuff. And um, that first line, I don't want to fight with you, baby, but I won't leave you alone. It kind of gives you the sense of. You know, when you have someone in a, in a relationship, a friend or, you know, an intimate partner something like that, and, and they're struggling with something, uh, it, can be, it can be really difficult. Um, a person who is going through grief, depression, anxiety, things like that um, can lash out quite a bit and, and be difficult to deal with uh, depending on what exactly they're, they're going through in their head. And so um, that's something real, I think, that we've all dealt with, um, uh, just, you know, wanting to help this person, not wanting to leave them alone but also not wanting to get in this, this back and forth uh, struggle. And then what's the difference between a breakdown and a breakthrough? You know, sometimes they look very similar. You know, a person who's, who's struggling with something might hit rock bottom and that might be a breakthrough, but also looks like their, their whole world is ending, you know? So yeah, just kind of uh, interesting stuff to think about. He also writes incredible bridges. And uh, if you don't know what a bridge is to a song, um, just the, the 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 kind of three parts that most people are familiar with are, are verse, chorus, and, and and bridge. So the verse is the, the chorus is the thing that usually repeats itself, and then the verses are uh, the thing that comes usually before the chorus. Um, and a, a bridge is called a bridge because um, it, it's it's a it's a it's a different way to get from the verse to the chorus. It, it, it bridges the way. So um, usually uh, a song the the structure will go verse, chorus, verse, chorus bridge chorus um some the bridge is kind of optional uh, in there but the, the reason it does that is because i learned this talking to Corey brennan who was a fantastic songwriter um uh that the reason that songwriters do that is um it, it, you want a bit of novelty in the song so because the chorus repeats itself the way that you get into the chorus the, the, what makes a, a, a song really good and a really well-written song is when you have um, different ways to get into that chorus. So, so verse one goes into the chorus. That's that's the, the, the normal transition. When you go into the chorus the second time, you want to do something different. You want to like repeat a line 
or um, have a different you know little like chord or a different riff or something like that before you go into it to the into the chorus and if you have a third verse and then and then uh, going into the chorus a third time the best way to do that is through some sort of bridge which is a, a different part of the song so the chords are different the lyrics are different and all that kind of stuff essentially you know it's it's just a different avenue into the chorus and it keeps the listener kind of with the the, the the song and and gives them a bit of, a little bit of novelty to listen to and uh, and, and and helps them uh, it just it just seems new and different basically when you listen to it uh, I think Jason Isbell one of his not only see one of the best songwriters in America right now um, to me one of his geniuses one of the parts of his songwritings that are that are pure genius is his his bridges and you go back to listen to a lot of his songs the bridges are always great um, there's always a cool interesting melody or there's there's um, some kind of line that, that gets you or there's some kind of riff you know in, in that bridge uh, but he's, he's a master at, at that and um, honestly I've written songs myself I'm, I'm not a great songwriter I think I'm okay songwriter but um, but bridges are incredibly difficult and he seems to do it effortlessly I'm sure it's not effort I, I, I think he does a, a, puts a ton of work into this kind of stuff but nonetheless Holy cow, it's great, great stuff. So uh, anyway, um, we're going to listen to a little bit of this song. It's called Death Wish, and uh, this is going to be coming up off his um, his newest record, um, which is going to be out in, in, in June of this year. So yeah, let's take a little listen to Death Wish by Jason Isbell. I'll be back in just a bit. like flipping off a light switch. Everybody dies, but you got to find a reason to carry on. Oh, and did you ever catch her climbing on the rooftop Higher than a kite and get a winner in a tank top I don't want to fight with you, baby, but I won't leave you alone Then I was young once, we were the wild ones Before we had to pay attention to the violence Anything could happen, but nothing ever really She wanted answers Sunrise with the dealers and the dancers It takes a whole lot of medicine To feel like a little kid Oh, did you ever love a woman With a death wish Something in her eyes Like flipping off a light switch right. There you go So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about It takes a whole lot of medicine To feel like a little kid that's another one of those lines where it's like, damn, man, that's good. Medicating yourself and, you know, all that stuff that's entwined with that. That's uh, that's amazing stuff. Great, great songwriting from Mr. Isbell. So check that out. And, again, if you haven't listened to Southeastern, um, uh, check it out. I'm going to be doing a special on my podcast in, in June. I'll release it in June on that album. Kind of an album review, but, you know, celebration of 10 years of that album as well. And if you're in northern Nevada, he's going to be playing at High Sierra Music Festival. So, Get your tickets to that because holy cow, um, that's a, that's an amazing deal. And there's a lot of people playing at that festival. Um, also, um, uh, just you know, just, just check out all the bands that are there. It's going to be amazing. So the next artist we're going to talk about is uh, Charlie Crockett and uh, his new song called Trinity River. Now this one's kind of interesting because it has a trumpet part. Um, and uh, I can't think of too many Charlie Crockett songs that have um, uh, trumpets in it. But if, if you listen to the melody, it totally reminds me of John Prine and Iris Dement, uh, In Spite of Ourselves. Uh, so, so listen to that, the, the, the melody of in, in, in Spite of Ourselves. Um, uh, is kind of reminiscent in that. Um, Charlie is just in this phase of production. Um, he just keeps pumping out music and touring. And honestly, he's just crushing it. Like, 
I, there, I can't think of another artist who records and tours as hard as, as Charlie Crockett does. And uh, what's interesting is when I spoke to him on the podcast, which, side note, if you, if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. Um, you know, Search me up, Roots, Rednecks, and Radicals, and then Charlie Crockett. We had a great conversation uh, about his music. But one of the interesting things is that he said um, back in the 60s, country musicians were expected to record a lot, oftentimes twice a year, and they'd be putting out an album. And so they would um, record, put out an album, tour on it, come back to the studio, uh, record, put it out, go back on the road, tour. It was just this whole sort of thing that they were always doing. So um, uh, so he's kind of just following in in um, their, their footsteps. And um, I, I still remember him telling me that, that story and um, it, just his voice and his just like Texas kind of accent, you know, he's like, he's just, he's just funny. He's, he's fun to listen to. Um, and, 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 and to, he's a great storyteller in that Texas tradition. Um, I also like the, the New Orleans vibe in this one with the horns. Um, there's no accordion, but you know, it kind of has a, um, the, the, the trumpet going and kind of gives you this kind of jazzy New Orleans kind of thing going on, um, which I think is kind of rare in his music. You don't see it a lot, uh, but you know, he is a Texas guy and he was also big into busking. Um, you know, it's just playing out on the street with a guitar and, and, uh, um, you know, whatever instruments, and and uh, he he traveled around and 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 was was busking for a, a good long time before he really started to to gain a foothold in the music industry. And I think that's one of the things about his story that's so fascinating to me is it's just like pure hard work, you know. And um, and not like I don't want to. I hate it when people get into like bootstraps of like pull yourself up from your bootstraps kind of. It, you know, that, that gets weird. But but also you know like you got to respect hard work, man. Like it, when someone's just like puts their whole life into it and, and they do it and then they get they're successful because of um, uh, what they did um, and starting at the very bottom of busking I mean just standing on the street and just hoping people listen you know like that <laughs> that's pretty legit um, I've, I've done busking before I've played small shows played at brewery, breweries and um, in and, and coffee shops and um, people aren't paying attention to you and stuff it, it's hard it's, it's it's genuinely difficult to be doing your craft while people are just like not paying attention at all. Um, so I got nothing but respect for uh, for people who busk and uh, always stop on the street and give them a buck or two and um, and, and listen to their music because um, it just feels good, you know, when someone actually stops and makes some eye contact with you. So that's cool stuff. Now this song is called Trinity River uh, by Charlie Crockett, um, and uh, like I said, listen to that that trumpet part. Totally reminds me of uh, In Spite of Ourselves, and I'll catch you back here in just a few. baseline too super smooth love it digging that one good job charlie crockett on that one i'm 
enjoying his music. All right, on to the next artist that we're going to talk about. Uh, this next song is from Marty Stewart. Now, Marty Stewart, you might know that name from the 90s. He was a 90s country star. But what's interesting about Marty, Marty Stewart is that he not only was a, a big, um, uh, you know, a successful 90s country musician, but um, his career goes all the way back to the early 1970s. Now, another person I had on my podcast was John McEwen from the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. I've had him on twice now. Um, I put out a couple books and we talked about those um, those books. And uh, the second time I had him on the podcast, he was telling me about um, about his most recent book uh, about their album called Will the Circle Be Unbroken? It's, it's one of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band's biggest albums. And uh, he did a, a, a photo um, a book of the, the sessions and whatnot. Really, really cool stories in that, but um, but he mentioned that that Marty Stewart played on that record. He was super young at the time in his early twenties, and um, that was recorded. I think nineteen seventy one. It was recorded in the early seventies, but uh, nonetheless, that guy has been around country music, you know, for fifty years now. It's crazy. And um, uh, another thing that I've noticed, um, I've, <laughs> I've noticed this in so many different musicians. Anyone who's toured with him, sound guys who who um, either mixed for him or, or just like at at a show and. And listening to it, um, everybody, everyone that I've heard who has any connection to Marty Stewart, they'll all tell you the same thing. They'll, they'll say, one, if you have the opportunity to see him live, absolutely do it. Like, buy that ticket and go see the show. And two, it's one of the best sounding bands you'll ever hear in your entire life. And I mean, like professional musicians, like across the borders, uh, they're just saying it's he keeps it tight, he keeps it simple, and they just sound stellar. So um, that's that's super cool. I had a chance to see him, and I didn't see him um, two years ago, or was it? I think it was before the pandemic. Uh, Twenty. Yeah, it was 2020. Yeah, in, at the National Cowboy Poetry Gathering because uh, it's February. It's before the shutdown. Yeah, so. It happened in 2020, just before you know we shut down in March. Um, nonetheless, he played on a Thursday. I got out there on a Friday, and I missed him. And I'm still kind of kicking myself for you know uh, not getting out there early because um, everybody across uh, when I got out there, everyone was just like, "Oh my god." That sounded incredible. You missed it, man. That was the deal. So anyway, he's got a new album coming out uh, pretty soon in the next couple months. And uh, this song is called uh, Country Star. And I, I think it's just uh, just amazing. Um, you might know Marty Stewart from uh, his 90s hits, um, The Whiskey Ain't Working Anymore, Hillbilly Rock, Burn Me Down. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff. But um, this song sounds kind of in that vein, you know, kind of country, kind of rock. And, uh, and it's got a bunch of different stuff going on. So um, this is Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives. And the song is called Country Star. So here you go. Country star from Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives. There you go. Like I said, you know, band sounds amazing. Can't wait to see him live someday. Um, hopefully soon, I'll get to see 
that band in person. Now, the next song we're going to talk about is from a group called Flatland Cavalry. And uh, Cavalry, um, they have been around for quite a while and uh, put out a, a good amount of music. And um, you know, I, I'm not super super familiar with the band um, in general, but um, but the times I have heard them, I, I really like them, and I need to dig into their catalog a lot more. To be perfectly honest with you, this song is called Mountain Song, and it has just this really great laid back vibe, acoustic, very chill, and um, the guitar solo has a really cool tone. I'm a kind of a sucker for guitar tone, um, very honky-tonk-esque the sounds of it um, and I love that and then um, there's a fiddle solo at the end of the song as well it's a cool way to um, uh, to end the song and it just it just kind of um, accentuates the, the the folky country um, uh, acoustic chill kind of vibes of the song uh, to me it captures the feeling of walking alone in the woods being out there in nature and just kind of soaking it up um, uh, in, the, in the trees out by a lake you know in the sun and all that and uh, I can tell you um, listening to this uh, while I was out for a walk um, I was just uh, I, was, I was walking in the rain and this winter has just been we've gotten hammered I don't know if you've seen it on the news in California in Nevada, um, so much snow, record levels of snow in the, in the, in the mountains. Uh, we've gotten so much snow down here in the valley and, and so much rain, and I am ready for some sunshine. I'm ready to uh, to go backpacking and just uh, get out there and just kind of relax um, in the mountains this summer for sure. So um, definitely thinking about those things and, uh, and while well, I was listening to this, this song. But, yeah, this is called Mountain Song by uh, Flatland Calvary, and uh, just, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool, chill song. So here you go. Check it out. Mountain, mountain, it's good to see your face Mighty wander, high above the plains Mountain, mountain, could I take your place? River, river, take me away Wash me clean, keep my sins at bay Perfume blowing in the wind. Time ain't a thing. All right, there you go. Luck is my best friend. Hopefully you get the, the sense of what I'm talking about there with the uh, the relaxed, chill vibes of that song. And, um, yeah, the uh, the guitar solo um, that comes up after the first chorus is is really good as well. And that brings us to our last song, and uh, this one is by Nikki Lane. Uh, Nikki Lane has uh, this this song called Denim and Diamonds, and um, the the beginning of the song has this great guitar riff. Again, really, it's just kind of my weakness. I'm into guitar tone and uh, cool guitar riffs and all that. Uh, I'm just a sucker for it, man. You got a cool riff. I'm into it. That's basically how it works. Um, I really like the message of this song as well. The chorus is perfect. I can do whatever I want to all by my lonesome. If that's a problem, well, you can't say, you know, S word. Um, I'm on the air right now, so I can't say it. Um, and I just dig that. I love this. This is sort of like, you know, I want to do my own thing and uh, you don't like it and then piss off. Um, I'm all about that. Uh, I'm with you on that, Nikki. And uh, I, I like how her voice has this kind of like sweet um, gentleness to it. Uh, but she's singing this very independent, strong um, uh, song. 
about being your own person and owning your responsibilities. And I just think that's a great message and, and uh, delivered in a, in a really cool way. So, yeah. So um, this song, Denim and Diamonds, it's fantastic. Let's listen to a little bit of that one, and then I will catch you in a few. There you go. This is sort of a random thing, but this is the uh, the radio edit. So they take out the the S word there, and uh, there's a, there's a symbol crash right where that word goes. And so they, like on the, when they edited the word out, you hear the ch. I can't say ch. You know, and it's just kind of sounds like she said the word with that symbol. Anyway, I think I, I, this probably just happenstance that it, wor- it worked out that way. But um, that kind of makes me laugh when I hear that. And uh, this is kind of weird too. I don't know if this is just my brain's kind of weird, uh, but I can I feel like you can hear the name of the song in the guitar riff that. It sounds like denim and diamonds. I don't know if that's intentional or not, or if my brain's just a little weird. But um, I hear that when I <laughs> when I hear the song. So uh, maybe you don't hear it, or maybe you'll hear it now and you'll be annoyed with me. So uh, if that happens, I apologize. But there you go. Five different artists, five different tunes. Um, I encourage you to listen to new music. I know um, it, it can be a little overwhelming, but um, I, I just feel like we're living in a golden age of amazing music across the board. Whatever stuff you're into people are out there just crushing it and uh, and doing cool stuff i'm into the you know americana folk country kind of world and you know i think this is just amazing stuff out there and also um uh, country radio doesn't play uh, female artists enough so i want to do my best to get their names out there uh, artists like nikki lane and uh, margo price and and all that these uh, these women who are writing amazing songs and and uh, recording amazing albums so there you go i hope you enjoyed this fourth installment of five songs i'm digging Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Just a quick reminder to follow me on social media, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. If you haven't already, like and subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to this. Hit that subscribe button. Leave me a rating and tell a friend. Until next time, everybody, have a good one. Peace.